Well, let's get started this morning, and we sure worship the Lord and thank Him for His goodness and grace in our lives today. I'm Dr. Otis Miller. I'm the Associate Pastor of Russian Springs Baptist Church, and we're here with the Sunday School lesson. Uh, this particular lesson is called, Call to be Emmanuel. Call to be Emmanuel. This particular lesson is taken from Matthew, first chapter, the... 18th through the 25th verses, and we have the Good News Bible that we'll be reading from. Go ahead and get your Bibles, and we'll go ahead and start with the introduction. As you know, we are in the winter quarter of our standard lesson summary. Our Sunday school lesson is teaching us about the various types of callings. A calling from this perspective is referring to the divine anointing or a calling that God places on one's life. Now today we would explore the manner in which God called the Messiah, Jesus. While our calling may not involve a virgin birth, God's calling over our lives is just as miraculous as it was with Jesus. If we look back upon our lives, we can see the hand of God in ways that are beyond explanation. Yet the power of the calling is dependent upon the obedience of the person being called and how he or she answers that call. Well, let's look at verse 18 and 19. It reads, This is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. His mother Mary was engaged to Joseph, but before they were married, she found out that she was going to have a baby by the Holy Spirit. Joseph was a man who always did what was right, but he did not want to disgrace, disgrace Mary publicly, so he made plans to break the engagement privately. In this lesson, the integrity of Joseph is revealed and the attitude he had with his wife Mary. It's amazing. He demonstrates his godliness by marrying her, now, the word betrothed means that they were married, but they had not had a sexual relationship or consummated the marriage. It is parallelism to the today's definition of engagement. In the Jewish culture, the bride had been picked by the father and the groom is preparing a place for them to live. Their home was usually an additional building attached to the parents' home. Now, while the groom is away building their home, the bride is under the watchful eye of his father. So Mary becoming pregnant while her groom was away indicates that she was an adulterer and is unfit to be Joseph's wife. Therefore, Joseph being an honorable man who did not want to cause her public disgrace, decided to divorce her privately. Well, let's look at the word studies in the New Testament regarding this verse. It uses the term espoused or betrothed. The narrative, this particular narrative in verse 18, 19, implies a distinction between betrothal and marriage. From the moment of her betrothal, a woman was treated as if actually married. The union could be dissolved only by regular divorce. Breach of faithfulness was regarded as adultery. 
and was punishable by death. Deuteronomy 22, 23, and 24. And the woman's property became virtually that of her betrothed, unless he had expressly renounced it. But even in that case, he was her natural heir. So you can see the dynamics here. This is not something that we look over lightly, and sometimes we do. But the implication of society impact was amazing. Now, verse 20 and 25, it reads, While he was thinking about this, referring to Joseph, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to be your wife, for it is by the Holy Spirit that she has conceived. She will have a son, and you would name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this happened in order to make what the Lord had said through the prophet come true. A virgin would become pregnant and have a son, and he would be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So when Joseph woke up, he married Mary, as the angel of the Lord told him, and he did what the angel of the Lord said for him to do. He had no sexual relationship with her before she gave birth to her son. And Joseph named him Jesus. Now this is where the lesson becomes interesting. <laughs> Has an angel ever spoke to you in a dream? Often it is the Holy Spirit who is speaking to us through ways we may not recognize or accept. Many times God uses people, places, or situations to tell us things that we don't or won't accept. This could be due to the content of the message or the character of the messenger, or our failure to comprehend what just happened. Joseph does reveal several things for us to take to heart. One, he listened. Yeah, he listened. Number two, he recognized it was an angel. Number three, he accepted what the angel was telling him. Four, he bore the societal and the family consequences for his acceptance and went ahead with the wedding. Five, he applied to his life the instructions he was told by the angel in the dream. Therefore, he had no sexual relationship with his wife Mary until the child was born. He named the child what the angel said. And seven, he honored the word of prophecy as having come from the angel. And thus, he honored God. One more. Eight, by his action, Joseph demonstrates his complete belief and trust that the Holy Spirit was the one responsible for Mary's pregnancy. You know, he had to know the Lord and he had to know the presence of God and his Holy Spirit. Now, is this not a pattern for us to follow? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. But how do I know I have heard from God? How, how does this encounter occur? Well, let's see if we can answer that. First, Joseph was already thinking about what he would do concerning Mary being pregnant when the angel spoke to him. Therefore, the words you receive should be about something that you're familiar with. In other words, it should be a confirmation. Number two, the message given should line up with scripture. 
The angel quoted Old Testament Bible prophecy from Isaiah 7, 14. Number three, whatever is said that's supposed to happen should actually come to pass. The sign of true prophecy is that it happens as predicted or prophesied. The message is specific. A male baby will be born. His name shall be Jesus. His purpose and calling is given. He shall save the people from his sins. Wow. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you call us to be great and to do great things. And for you to be a part of our divine plans and purposes, when you speak, enable us to know it is you. And most importantly, we accept your will and power. Do exactly what you tell us to do. In Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. We worship you, Lord.